Hello, hello. Welcome to the Mindful Meathead podcast. This is the podcast where I break down, simplify all the things you could ever want to know when it comes to getting results on your fitness journey. Okay, maybe not anything and everything, but I try to cover a lot and I will continue to try to cover more and more. Um, If you all listened to last week's podcast, which if you didn't, please go listen to episode seven. I think episode seven is such a great starting point for someone who is wanting to sit down and start to determine where they want to go with their fitness journey. Or honestly, someone who might be on their fitness journey for years and years, and they're struggling with getting a very specific look for themselves. So in that podcast, I touch um, quite a bit on more so building muscle um, or being in a surplus more so. So what I want to talk about this week is actually kind of the opposite. It's not kind of the opposite. It absolutely is the opposite of building, but it's going to be a little more specific when it comes to being in a deficit, uh, What if you want to call it dieting, a caloric deficit, basically you're cutting calories. So today, what I want to talk to, though, more specifically on is something called a mini cut. And I want to touch on a mini cut because I've seen so many things on social media that talk about a mini cut, which is great. But unfortunately, it doesn't talk a lot about who they're for, maybe who shouldn't be doing a drastic cut such as a mini cut. A mini cut is just a very aggressive approach to cutting calories. Um, So a lot of times it doesn't really touch on who should be doing it. And unfortunately, I think people who probably aren't in the right starting position try to jump in and do this mini cut and then it doesn't get them these exact goals that they want. I'm a huge fan of putting health first when it comes to anything fitness. Um, And so I see a lot of people not putting that first, whether it's them giving information or people actually doing it. And so I really want to bring this to everyone's attention when it comes to a mini cut, who it's for, how it should be used, and maybe a not so typical way to use a mini cut. Um, But let me kind of dive in what a mini cut is, just a quick little overview. So a mini cut is typically... Like I said, it's a very aggressive cut in your calories. It's a very aggressive aggressive dieting approach, if you will, um, for someone to mainly drop body fat. I think that's what I see it mainly advertised as. It's typically two to six weeks long. It is a very um, drastic way to go about dropping body fat. And so it's not something that needs to be done for an extended period of time, because that's when we start to get into some health issues, some hormone issues, when it starts to go week after week after week after week past the six week mark. So six weeks is like my top for my very specific clients. Now, have I seen people do it longer? Yes. Um, That's just not something I'm comfortable with taking people longer. I should be able to get the job done in six weeks for them. So sometimes... You know, I see just two weeks for some people. I feel a little more comfortable. I'm usually in like the four to six week. So it's a four, two to six week range of an aggressive cut. Um, So typically I see about weight loss wise, 
0.75 to 1.5% of body weight loss per week. Now, sometimes um, I will, I, I see people go a little bit more on that 1.5%. I usually see like healthy range about 1%, but I would be lying if I said none of my clients did 1.5% of body weight loss per week. So that's typically what you're looking at average wise. For a normal person to do what would be considered a slower cut approach, you're typically looking at 0.3.5% of body weight loss per week. So that's kind of how I know like, hey, I'm in an aggressive cut. I have pulled calories enough to start seeing some really good results. And that's when I start to see my clients around that 1% range. So kind of gauge that as you would like, but that is what I typically see and what I typically use for my clients. Now this is, and I always, always, tell people in this phase, if I suggest them doing a mini cut, I always clarify, hey, you're not going to build muscle in this. You're in so much of a deficit. It is so hard, almost impossible to actually put on muscle mass during this. Our goal is to maintain muscle mass. If someone is eating the proper macros, if they are only doing it for that four to six week long cycle, it is so hard to actually lose muscle mass. So if you are doing all the things that you should be doing to maintain your muscle mass, it is extremely hard of a process to actually pull away muscle. So for my clients, they do not drop muscle mass, but they also do not gain muscle mass. So it's just such a quick period of time. We're not really doing anything when it comes to muscle mass. This is more focused on that um, fat mass that we want to learn or lose. So who is this good for? So I 100%, my clients who do a mini cut have to have eaten a healthy amount of calories before diving into this. So they have either been in maintenance or they have been in a surplus for a healthy period of time. That can't just be like, hey, they were in maintenance for like three or four weeks. For me, that's not going to cut it because I want this to be as successful as possible. I want it to be as healthy as possible. So I like them to stay in a little bit more of an extended period of maintenance or surplus or surplus with their calories. I also want my clients to have a very healthy mentality when it comes to food. I want them to have a good relationship with food because Mini cuts are hard. They're drastic. You're going to be hungry. You're going to have cravings. And a lot of it is how you see food, how you perceive food, how you have built a healthy relationship with food, because it is not for the faint at heart, you all. <laughs> Mini cuts are hard, as they should be. Um, so that's kind of like my number one thing for my clients. Have we been eating a healthy amount of food for a decent period of time? Do we have a healthy mindset when it comes to our relationship with food? 100% always my go-tos. Also, what I want to make sure is how much does my client have to lose? How much does a person have to lose? If someone has a significant amount of weight that they need to lose, then I will go more towards the slower approach. So usually this four to six week mini cut is not going to be for this person because it does take time to drop body fat. 
Um, I kind of, this was related to me and it just like, ah, it was like an aha moment for me. I was like, yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. So if you think of someone who has been working 60 hour weeks, week after week, month after month, hasn't taken a vacation in a couple of years, they are just like, go, go, go grinding it out. Do you think it's going to be more beneficial for them to take a weekend vacation to like recover, recoup? Or is it going to be more beneficial for them to take a week to two week long vacation to actually recoup? I'm going to lean more on the longer side. And that's kind of how it is for someone who needs, who has a little bit more body fat to lose. The longer approach is going to work best for them, not this quick little weekend trip, because it's not going to get the job done fully. I hope that's making sense. So usually if I have clients who are a little bit higher body fat percentage, then we go for a little bit more of a slower approach when it comes to dropping body fat. It's a lot healthier for them. It's much more sustainable for them. And we want those long-term lasting results. Um, now, it's also good for other people who, like I said, you, they just have a smaller amount of body fat to lose. Maybe they are in a wedding or it's actually their wedding. They're going on some vacation where they need to wear a bikini or Speedo if you if that is your jam where your speedo or someone who might have like some kind of photo shoot whether it's like family photo shoot whether it's a fitness photo shoot um i'll use the mini cut approach because it typically works well they have lower body fat percentage we are definitely going to see success with this now another thing that i will use this for which is not the most common thing which is such a shame because this is like my number one reason why I like to use it is to actually help someone continue to put on muscle mass. Now, we'll kind of talk a little bit more in detail with that when I go to like methods as far as like macros activity, what to look at with that. But putting someone who has been in a surplus in a build for a decent amount of time, they're starting to plateau a mini cut works miracles, you all, to get their body like rebooted, to get things stimulated again for them to continue on with their muscle building phase. Again, I'll go a little more in depth with that as we start to actually go through like procedures, processes, methods, all that jazz. Um, and then as well, this a mini cut is definitely not for someone who is more of like a strength athlete, they're very much more a performance-based athlete. Many cuts are not going to help them when it comes to them getting to their goals um, in strength or in enhancing their performance. So typically with those clients, I will do more of that slow cut approach where we're looking at like 0.3, of that weight loss over a week period of time. So those are kind of like my who this is for, or maybe who this isn't for. So take note, is this, if this isn't for you, that doesn't mean that you can't ever do this. This is a nice little tool that you can put in your little tool belt and keep that for when you're a little bit further down on your fitness journey. Um, different steps work for different points in time of our life. So don't ever think that you can't go back to these methods. If you're like, ah, this one is not for me, that's okay because you can use it then when you start to hit some sort of sticking point plateau, that sort of thing. So let me talk a little bit about what I do when it comes to macro adjustments with this 
or calorie adjustments. Um, usually because most of my clients have been in like a maintenance surplus, obviously this is very dependent on what someone actually is calorie wise, um, male, female, what their weight is when we start the mini cut. But typically I see for like my normal average person, I'm usually doing a four to 600 calorie drop below their maintenance. So if someone has been more so in a surplus or they're eating a pretty healthy chunk of calories, I have gone as far as cutting a thousand calories, but you guys have to remember they have been in a surplus. They have been in a very healthy position with their macros for us to just cut 1000 calories to get them into a deficit. Now, usually when I'm doing these adjustments, like I said, we'll usually see that weight loss of 0.75 to 1.5% of their body weight per week. Usually with a mini cut, it's kind of like, hey, let's say a prayer or Hail Mary and just like drop and go for it because it's such a short period of time. It's so hard to see the body adjust and then what you now need to adjust when it comes to macros because it is going to take the body a week or two to like really find a groove. I'm going to say about a week in a in a mini cut to find like a groove to really tell how it's responding there's not much time for adjustments yes you can make it a little adjustment here and there like the last couple weeks if you see you need to go a little more aggressive but my go to is like hey i'm going to 100% put you in a deficit because i'm not going to be able to make any adjustments too much within this process cuz it's not like a normal 10 week cutting phase. It's just so quick that you have to be drastic. You have to be aggressive right away and you just go for it. Um, like I said, you're probably going to have some cravings. 100%. If you have been eating maintenance surplus, you're all of a sudden jumping into this crazy deficit. It's not going to be super easy. So that's when you have to get a little crafty with your food, pick foods that are going to keep you feeling fuller longer increase your water intake. These are just things that will help you or help the cravings calm down. I can't promise you they're going to go away though. In my mini cuts that I've done for myself, it's like, I'm going to go to bed at 7 PM because I am so freaking hungry, which that's okay. It's getting me to this very specific goal so that I could personally continue on with my building phase. But um, when it comes to macros, you just have to do an aggressive cut, you guys. If you have been eating a healthy amount, an aggressive cut is not going to harm your body. It is just for four to six weeks. Another thing that I like to focus on is keeping a sufficient amount of protein. Now, you all heard me say in the beginning, it's, it is a lengthy process for um, you to lose muscle tissue. So for your body to start using muscle as energy, that is actually a very lengthy process. So the chances of that happening in four to six weeks are slim if you are intentional with your protein. Now, if you are very intentional um, with not caring about your food and not paying attention at all to protein intake, um, your training, that sort of thing, then yes, you absolutely can lose muscle mass, but that's never the goal. At least with me, it's never the goal to sit here and focus on losing muscle mass. So I make sure my clients are at a healthy amount of protein, which is leaving me adjusting more so carbs and fats than my protein. 
Sometimes I will have to pull protein just a touch, but they stay at a healthy amount of grams of protein per day when it comes to a mini cut with me personally. I can't speak to every coach, but my goal is to maintain muscle mass. So that is what I focus on is that protein. Um, one thing that I think is um, something, I mean, I think this is different depending on the coach, but I see a lot of people like add on more cardio. I'm not a fan of adding on more cardio. I'm not a fan of adding workout intensity um, week after week. I keep the same workouts in. I don't force a progressive overload manner. I want to maintain muscle mass. I'm not going to be able to build muscle mass during this process. So I try not to do intentional like intensity increases, volume increases when it comes to the workouts. Um, and then I also keep their cardio the exact same. If they've been doing two days, they stay doing two days at 20 minutes. For example, if you are truly putting someone in a deficit, if you are doing that aggressive cut to their calories, that should be doing all of the work for you. If you have to start increasing cardio, more than likely you did not slash cardios and uh, calories enough. You were not aggressive enough with your caloric deficit. So for me personally, I don't ever change workouts and I do not ever change someone's cardio. I don't lighten up workouts either. Like I keep them. You're still doing four or five days of your lifting, still doing your two days cardio. I'm not pulling any back. I'm not adding any extra. So I hope that makes sense. Um, and that's the same with steps as well. Like I still have the same step goal for that person. Our body is extremely smart. If we are pushing and forcing more movement, more exercise, when we are in a deficit, our body's going to start conserving energy in other places. So now your body's going to say, you know, I did all these extra steps. I push extra hard on my workouts. So now when I get home, I'm going to be a little bit lazier than normal. So you're naturally not going to get up as much. You're naturally not going to want to do like household chores laundry, dishes. You're not going to um, just naturally do your normal day-to-day -day activities because your body is trying to conserve that energy because you about killed yourself on all the other extra activities that you did while slashing your calories. Does that make sense? I hope so. In a mini cut, keep it simple, guys. <laughs> like, Just drop your calories if you are dropping them enough, that is enough to get your body to drop some body fat. You should not have to add cardio. You should not have to work in like a progressive overload type manner. So for anyone who is doing this for like fat loss reason, honestly, it's the, it's the same with anyone. We just don't increase our workout activity. Um, not going to increase cardio, not going to increase steps. Macros alone, calories alone are what we're focusing on, still making sure that we have a sufficient amount of protein. Now, when it comes to using this not for, I mean, obviously you're going to drop body fat, but if you are using it more for a muscle building approach, this is something that I find that I do with a lot of my clients and even myself who are hitting around that six month building block and I'm starting to see them 
somewhat plateau when it comes to putting on muscle mass. Now, don't get me wrong. When a person goes into a building phase, the first three months, they're naturally going to be able to put on more muscle mass. As you hit the sixth month, your body will drastically slow down the amount of muscle mass that you were able to put on. So typically the first three months are like, let's go 100% going to start putting on that muscle mass. If you're doing everything properly when it comes to like macros, cardio, lifting, progressive overload, all that jazz. But a lot of times when you start to hit that six month, we see things start to slow down. And this is when I typically find that I use it the most for my clients who want to continue building. So gaining weight highly enhances the muscle gain process. So this is why in a, in a surplus, we are increasing our foods because it does help us gain that muscle mass. But gaining weight also self-limits the muscle gain process. So as weight is gained, it is both muscle and fat gain. Does that make sense? So when you're trying to put on muscle mass, you have to be in a surplus. When you are in a surplus, yes, absolutely, you're going to gain muscle mass, but you're also going to gain some fat mass as well. That is just how it works, you all. And don't worry, you can always go into a mini cut, into that slow approach cut. But if you want to put on muscle mass, if you want to shape your body, you want to build your figure, you do have to be in a surplus. And that does mean that you are going to gain some body fat. But increasing levels of body fat and the high amount of nutrients continuously eaten to support that weight gain both decreases muscle sensitivity to nutrients. So the more you are adding nutrients into your body, which is great. We love nutrients. So the more you're continuously adding food that actually can impact your ability to put on muscle mass after an extended period of time of eating in a surplus. So as muscle nutrient sensitivity decreases, so once you have been doing this extended um, surplus, that sensitivity to nutrients is actually going to decrease. So the percentage of muscle tissue gained with any further gains in body mass goes down and the percentage of additional fat gain goes up. So our goal is to almost resensitize your muscles and your bodies to a surplus amount of nutrients. So many cuts actually can help resensitize the body in a way. In the fact of like, hey, I'm pulling nutrients for my body. So just the smallest reduction of nutrients in the blood. So going through a mini cut, we're reducing nutrients. We'll begin to increase muscle tissue sensitivity to them. So that results in better mass gaining abilities. This is something that I kind of like to relate it to my addiction for coffee. <laughs> so if I'm continuously drinking coffee week after week, non-stop, I 100% will stop feeling the effects of caffeine. So then I will go through this. I do this all the time, you guys, and it's okay. For me, it works. So I will pull coffee out of my diet for two, three weeks. That way, when I start drinking coffee again, I am resensitized to the effects of caffeine. If anyone has ever done this with coffee, they know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like the smallest amount and your body is like, ooh, 
overly sensitive to caffeine again. And that's kind of the approach that we are using with mini cuts. So when it comes to mini cuts, we are resensitizing the body to those nutrients for our ability to increase muscle tissue. So we are pulling those nutrients down or I'm not going to say out because you're always going to get nutrients if you're eating, but you're pulling it down quite a bit, just like I pull down my intake of caffeine. Once you go back into this surplus muscle building phase, you are then again resensitized to it just like I am when I drink caffeine, coffee. I hope that makes sense. Anyone who's a coffee drinker is going to completely understand this. Um, or honestly, probably anything that you try to pull out of your eating, dieting, drinking thing. So essentially by reducing body fat levels and increasing nutrient sensitivity periodically, many cuts resensitize your body to that further muscle gain. Um, so going back into a surplus is going to help you um, after doing the mini cut. So that's kind of the same with the progressive overload manner. And that's why I don't necessarily make changes to workouts. I want to keep all of our little tools to resensitize our body when it comes to progressive overloading again. So if your body has gone without intensity increase, it's gone without volume increase, it's gone without tempo training, it's doing just like the normal basic things, your body is not going to have those effects for six weeks. Now you're going back into a surplus. Now you're going back into building muscle and your body's like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot what it feels like to lift heavier weight, to do more volume. And it's almost a way to get your muscles kind of stimulated and resensitized all over again. That's so unscientific the way I explained it, but I feel like it can connect some dots. At least for me, it has connected some dots. So you guys, if you're not using mini cuts to help with your muscle building phases, what are you doing? No, I'm joking. It's not... I think a lot of people just don't think of it in that aspect because they are so focused on using it, using it as a fat loss tool for physique appearances only for that very aesthetic look. But it is such a game changer when it comes to putting on muscle mass. It just makes such a huge difference. And there are so many studies, so many studies that show that the leaner someone is, um, they, they had like exact percentages. I think it was like 10 to 12% for men, 15 to 17% for women. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was round about there when someone is at a lower body fat percentage, their ability to actually put on muscle mass is a lot higher. So I think that many cuts are a great way to pull someone back into a little bit lower amount when it comes to body fat percentage. And then um, actually putting them through this build process again. I just have some clients that love to put on muscle mass. And I think that's great. They have a very specific shape for themselves. And I think this, a lot of times, this is not a normal thing for coaches or trainers to use. So I want everyone to take the advantages of a mini cut, not just for this very specific event or occasion, use it to put on some muscle mass, you guys. Okay, so after you've gone through this mini cut, what do you do? Okay, great, great question. Thank you guys for asking. When you go through a mini cut, again, I'm my very top is that six weeks, but four to six weeks going through a mini cut, 
I will take a person right back up to maintenance. There is no need to do like this slow approach, slowly adding in calories um, because you're just going to keep someone in a deficit that much longer. So they're essentially kind of still in a mini cut for two more weeks while you're trying to get their calories back up. You guys put them straight back up into a maintenance. Now, if I have someone who just wants to stay in maintenance, they are not looking to go into a surplus. I typically aim about 200 calories below their maintenance because you have to remember you have uh, this person has been dieting down. They have a smaller physique. They are just a smaller person in general. Typically, as you get smaller, your body does not need as much calorie wise to maintain your physique. So person smaller, their maintenance calories are typically, typically going to be a little bit lower. So I usually drop 150, 200 calories from what their maintenance was before we started the mini cut. And then we kind of go from there. Of course, there's always going to need to be some sort of adjustment. Um, very rarely am I like spot on with someone, but you can get pretty close with those numbers. Now, if someone is looking to go, they did their mini cut and now they want to go right back into a surplus to continue putting on muscle mass, I will then take them just like a hundred calories. Sometimes I even just go to their old maintenance, but about a hundred calories above what their maintenance was when we started the mini cut, because remember they're a smaller person. So now that maintenance amount or about a hundred calories over is probably going to be a surplus for them now. You don't have to like go crazy 600 calories into a surplus. That's that's a little bit extreme, guys. We don't need to do that. Do it slowly. Take them back up to what their maintenance was or 100 calories there. See how their body responds over the next couple of weeks. Maybe they're not necessarily putting on any weight. So then we might need to bump it up just a touch more. But that's typically my go-to. That's how I do it. Other people might do it a little differently. That's totally fine. Um, but this is my go-to approach when I want someone to go right back into a surplus to put on muscle mass. Now, remember that there is going to be fluid and glycogen levels that increase. So it's going to add weight. That's normal, you guys. You're adding more food. Your body's going to retain more of that fluid. The scale's going to go up. Don't freak out. Usually it takes a couple of weeks for homeostasis to kick in, which is your body's like happy point where it kind of understands what go, what's going on. It's settling well. It's getting in a groove. Do not freak out. Sometimes if I know that some of my people are might be a little, little nervous with that slight increase, I tell them, hey, we're not going to wait for two weeks after this increase. And then we'll start going back into the weekly weigh-ins. Now, one kind of final thing here that I do find is beneficial up to each person, but typically after someone has gone through that four to six week mini cut, the following week, I intentionally make that a deload week for them. You all have to think we went through a very aggressive cut. So that is a, an extreme amount of stress accumulated over that period of time. Typically, the body's going to need that slight little mini vacation. So I give them a very intentional deload week where I'm scaling back even more from what their workouts were. They're mainly going through movement patterns, getting that walking in, still getting cardio in, but 
we're using it as a time for the body to just kind of reset, recoup. Now we're jumping back into that maintenance or surplus going full force with our progressive overload. I haven't done that for everyone, but I have found that it has been a little bit better for my clients when I just go ahead and give them that deload week after we have pulled out of that mini cut. Totally up to you all. I even had one person schedule a vacation after their mini cut because their body is like at an ideal point for them, like aesthetically, and they knew they were going to get a deload week. So they're like, great, I'm taking advantage of this, taking a vacation, which is wonderful. If we could all end mini cuts that way, I think we would do them more often, which I don't know about that, which speaking, don't do mini cuts like four times a year, you guys. I think mini cuts, I think two times a year is like the tops that I would ever do them. It's very aggressive. It should get the job done. If you have to do multiple ones, then you probably should have done the slower approach to dieting, fat loss, caloric deficit. Go with the slower approach if you're like, I'm going to do this four times a year. Your body does not need that stress that many times a year. So if you are interested in a mini cut, please, please look at your lifestyle. Look at your goals. Do not do a mini cut if you feel it is not best for you. If you are about to go through some, I had to turn, a client wanted to do a mini cut. And I was like, oh, you're about to move. Like you are about to spend four weeks packing your life up and moving. You are going to be too stressed already. Mini cuts put a ridiculous amount of stress on your body. Your body's probably not going to be able to handle life stress, workout stress, food stress. So I had to kind of reel her in a little bit. And so if you guys feel like you're about to go through some sort of move, some some sort of like shift when it comes to your job, something that is kind of life changing, mini cuts are probably not the best thing to do at that point in time. Wait until that's done, then jump into a mini cut. If you have a significant amount of weight to lose, let's do a little bit slower of approach when it comes to a cut. So doing more of like an eight, 10 week approach where you're slowly decreasing calories, slowly increasing cardio. A mini cut is great if you're at a little bit lower of a body fat percentage. You just really want to lean out, get shredded in a short period of time. Absolutely do a mini cut. But my favorite reason and what I celebrate when people do a mini cut is to help continue their building phase and help continue to shape and build their physique. That is like what I feel is the best reason to do a mini cut. Not saying you can't do it for the other reasons. Absolutely, you can if you have an event or vacation coming up. But if you have been trying to build and put on muscle mass for such a extended period of time, consider using a mini cut to help you continue to get to your goals. Do the mini cut, go right back into that surplus, see how your body feels and then move into maintenance. But whatever you all decide to do, wherever you are in your position, in your fitness journey, please be smart about it. Make sure that you have been on a healthy amount of calories for a decent period of time. Make sure that you have a good relationship with food because this is This puts such a huge emphasis on your nutrition, on food, on cravings. So that's something that you should already kind of have a handle on before jumping into this. So I hope that you all got a lot of great information 
from these mini cuts, anyone is definitely more than welcome to email me. My email is in the show notes. If you're interested in more one-on-one coaching with me, where I'm able to actually educate you when it comes to your very specific fitness journey with your very specific goals, there is a link in this episode note. Click on that, fill out the form. It's super quick, just like two minutes um, to take for you to fill out so I can kind of understand your goals, where you're at within your fitness journey. But I hope that you all enjoyed this. Hope that you all jump in on next episode. If you didn't listen to episode seven, please go back and listen to that. It is super important.